Welcome to Victorious Living. And then if you let the dog outside and the dog doesn't come back, what do you do? You go out and call the dog. Pee-wee, come here. What are you doing? You're calling for the dog. That fits the scripture we are to call for. What the word says belongs to us. We're to call for it. We're to call for, the, for health, healing, wholeness, wellness, financially, peace, all of the things that we can think about. We're to call for it. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us, there is healing in your words. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, there's healing in your words. Deceit is found in your words. If you say God made you sick, and the Bible says God has healed you, then when I say God made me sick, I have deceit in my mouth. And the Bible teaches us where our language is concerned, don't be deceitful. And so if you're deceitful, you're trying to say something that's not true. You are saying something that's not true. God does not make you sick. The devil does. Now, I didn't call a person a devil. That's not what I'm saying. I hope you understand that. But it is, he is the author. He is the beginner. He is the author of sickness and disease. There was no none until he appeared in the garden. And he, uh, what did he do? He deceived Eve with the wrong thing with a lie. Amen. And so we don't want to have deceit in our mouth. So when I'm confessing something that the word doesn't say about me, I am a deceitful Amen. person. Amen. I'm saying something that's not true. Amen. In essence, what I'm doing is saying, God, you're not telling the truth. And I know the re reaction would be, well, I'd never say that. <laughs> But we do say it and never realize what we're saying sometimes. People, I'm just talking about people in general. Say it and never stop to think what they're saying. saying. So Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the direction that your tongue gives direction either to death or to life. And a lot of times what happens in this that causes us to do this is we speak out deceit by the way we feel. You know, we're feeling bad. Don't feel good. Not feeling so good today. Not doing so well today. What we're doing, we're speaking, we're speaking against. You know, well, you know, I just don't seem to have much strength. Well, what does God say about that? Yeah. What does, it do? what does God say? Let the weak say I'm strong. It doesn't mean a person doesn't get, uh, get weak. It just simply means 
are talking about what we're feeling. And so we see then that it originates in the direction of the power. A lot of times we, death and power, are in the power. We think about authority. We think about uh, different things. But in this particular word, as I found, that it means to give direction. Your words give direction to your life or to your walk with God. Amen. So the word makes it clear when life and death is found or where life and death is found. It's found in the tongue, in the words. Oh, but now if, if, you're, if you don't believe it, you know, you just get in your own way. You know, just move on over with the rest of the crowd that don't believe it. Is that too strong? I may be too strong, I don't know. <laughs> but it's true. You know, there comes a time in our walk with God, we have to stop and say, okay, Lord, just what's going on. And his word, his word will reveal what's going on by the words or your words, our words will reveal what's going on in our life. What we believe and continually, continually say concerning God's word will bring life or death to us. Because with our words, we're calling for it. How many of you got a dog? I did. You did. What happened to him? Went to heaven. How many of you got a, got a dog? What did, what, what, when you got that dog, what did you do? You named it. Isn't that right? You named the dog. Pee-wee, gee-wee. Or, you named the dog. And then if you let the dog outside and the dog doesn't come back, what do you do? You go out and call the dog. Pee-wee, pee-wee, here, here. Come here, boy. Come here, pee-wee. <laughs> Can't whistle. <laughs> come here. What are you doing? You're calling for the dog. That fits the scripture we are to call for. What the word says belongs to us. We're to call for it. We're to call for, the, for health, healing, wholeness, wellness, financially, peace, all of the things that we can think about. We're to call for it. I, I didn't say whistle for it. Because, you know, <laughs> I tried that whistle and that didn't work very, very good. We're to call for it. We call with our tongue with our words, we call for how or what we're thinking. Amen. 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 Y'all bear with me now because uh, take heed to what you hear. Let it, lest at any time you become overcharged, surfeiting is what the New Testament calls for. So the word makes it clear where life and death is found. What we believe and continually say concerning God's word will bring life or death to us. Now, that's not just talking. That's not primarily that's not talking about physical death. You're going to die physically one day whether you ever say anything or not. So what you have to understand when he uses that word, he's using it in the context of the whole of the whole of your life. 
Not just when you know died and the undertaker comes and gets you. The whole of your life, the peace for your life, the, 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 the provision for your life, the health for your life. See, that's what he's talking about. And uh, like I said, we're all going to, if the rapture does not occur, uh, we're all going to go through what we call physical death. But that don't mean you die. So he's talking about a state of death where the negative things of life burden you down. That's death. That's, that's the meaning of the word death. So what we believe and continually say concerning God's word will bring life or death to us because with our words, we're calling for it. Amen. So right believing with right speaking can bring life, health, healing to our bodies from the one who is the supreme physician. Jesus is the great physician. No doctor knows more than Dr. Jesus. But yet at the same time, we thank God for medical science that does good things for mankind, but also mixed in with that medical science sometimes doesn't do so good because it's in human hands. It's in human thinking. And so it's important. Let me say it that way, just important. So right believing with right speaking can bring life, health, and healing to our bodies from the one who is the supreme or brings or has divine healing. What does divine healing mean? It means supernatural. Supernatural healing without some of the things that, that, are, that is useful to our bodies. Divine healing comes from the divine one. And that's God. Amen. So we, we express what we believe with our mouth. Okay. And so Psalms 107 and verse 20 says it this way. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Jesus was the personification of the word of God. He was the living word. What did he do? He went about all of the towns and the villages and the cities teaching, preaching, and healing. Healing is a cardinal doctrine of the New Testament in the work of Jesus. And it's ours. It belongs to us. But you have to work at it. You can't, let, you can't let the word slip and forget or not pay attention or not give proper reference. And did you ever notice when you go to a physical doctor, uh, you don't get well the instant you leave his office, Amen. his or her office. Right. It's the same. In divine healing, there is a miraculous type of healing that happens instantly. Amen. But healing uh, in general is that we feed the word of God. We take the word of God and a process takes place where healing begins to work in our bodies. And so 
if we understand that, then we won't, we won't be expecting the first time that we start to do this and speak life and health, we won't expect it to happen overnight, but we expect it to happen in a process. And so we understand that. We understand, or at least we are to understand it. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Jesus, on many occasions, you know, he spoke and told the person what to do in order to receive their healing. He did that. Amen. So, as we hear the word of the Lord, he requires that we believe it. See, this is a requirement. He requires that we believe it. And then he requires that we speak what his word says as a confession of what we believe and we continue to do so speaking the word of God over ourselves and to ourselves and to our situations and circumstances over and over. Speaking it when it doesn't appear like that you need it. When it appears like we don't need it, we're not to quit speaking it. We're to speak it every day over our lives. And so, you know, sometimes in the natural, people wait a long time uh, that, that something's going on physically with them. They wait a long time to go see it. It's our hope that today's message, There's Healing in Your Words, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 25. Today's special offer is 25. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.